Why, hello there, everybody. We didn't see you come in. This is T.C. Rollins. And this is Rain DeGray. And we would like to thank you for joining us for our weekly shout into the void. That's what we do. We do a lot of void shouting around here. <laughs> Everybody's just shouting or staring. We've been staring into the void, too. I, I, I both stare and shout. Mm-hmm. Does yes. it stare and shout back? I think the void kind of ignores me. Yeah, that's an indifferent It does void. have sharp, uh, piercing teeth. And what I find is that by doing things like the advice column or this podcast or photo shoots or writing, the teeth of the void are slightly less sharp. Oh, yeah. I think that's the, the human nature of things is busying ourselves with distractions so we don't focus on the dark underlying despair of our own nature and uh, the meaningless of our own existence. One day wow, you, myself, and everything strong. we know will be so gone. So do, do tune in to this podcast <laughs> to take your mind off the void of meaningless existence. All right, starting strong. Starting uh, strong. Aren't yeah. you glad you joined us? This is how it works. Uh, this is a public episode because we do this uh, every other week. We send one out to the public. And then on the off weeks when it's not public facing, we put it up on our Patreon. So if you want to support us on Patreon... You if you to... want double this awesomeness, <laughs> avoid staring, sharp teeth, and shouting, you know where to go, which is the Patreon. If you want to join us on a weekly basis as we stare at our navels and contemplate life, <laughs> <laughs> you can come and find us on patreon.com backslash dirty talk podcast. I've done some navel gazing in my day, I'm not going to lie. I think we all have. I'm sure everybody listening here has, hopefully, because hopefully the people that listen to this are a... Elite and discriminating bunch with really excellent taste. Yes, and you know, usually have some sort of existential crisis going on in their life. I, I think everybody does. It's just that some people talk about it more than others, and we're not afraid to talk about it. I just would hope that's our demographic. <laughs> I think that our demographic is a very smart, classy, intelligent, open-minded, generally artistic bunch. Yeah. If that's you, reach out. Say hello. <laughs> or just wave at us as you drive by in a car. Either way, we'll appreciate it. I'm I'm a little out of it this week. I can tell. What's up? I just I've haven't gotten a lot of sleep in the last while. Me too. I'm incredibly sleep deprived. I've got bags under my eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, I'm I'm more sleep deprived than usual, which is saying something. Why <laughs> are you sleep deprived? Why are you sleep deprived? Uh, I just went on a fun adventure over the last couple of days. I woke up yesterday in Arkansas. Um, and was traveling all day and then surprised I had to go to work that night. So I'd been up for like over 24 hours oh, straight. Oh, no. Wait. Okay. Okay. Back up. Okay. Hold on just a titch. Okay. All right. So I know you. You mm -hmm. have a work ethic. I think it's one of your most charming characteristics. I love your work ethic. If there's anyone who could get through a shift on being awake for 24 hours, it would be you. Mm -hmm. But why were you in Arkansas? So I flew out to Arkansas on Thursday night. It is now Sunday night as we're recording. Is Arkansas a real place? Arkansas exists. I've been there. Okay. It's, it's where the Walmart headquarters are. That checks out in my mind. Go on. So I flew out on Thursday night, took a red-eye flight from San Francisco to Denver, sat in the Denver airport until 4.50, 5 o'clock in the morning, 
I've been in the Denver airport. It's got the demonic horses yeah, and yeah. the weird yeah, pentagrams weird on the ground. Horse. And it's a large isn't that airport. A, it's a weird airport, right? Mm-hmm. There's like trolls on the wall and gargoyles I didn't, everywhere. I didn't see any of that. There, I've been to the Denver airport. They've got like weird, like gargoyle, like luggage things. It's just, it's like, I feel like someone was smoking a bunch of DMT and like secretly worship Satan. Secret whoever Satanism. Was, yeah. Yeah. Whoever the, designed that airport. That's the explanation. Some... Secret Satanism. <laughs> Maybe. So I didn't get any sleep in the Denver airport. My girlfriend thankfully got a couple hours of sleep. I didn't. And then I couldn't sleep on the plane either. So I was just awake. We got into Arkansas 830 in the morning on Friday because we were going to her grandfather's funeral. So a little shout out to Peepaw. Pour a little out for you right now. Lived a good life. Okay. So right when we hit the ground, we ran to the restrooms at the airport to change into our nice funeral outfits. Oh. Because the ceremony at the cemetery started at 1030 in the morning and we were about 35 minutes away. So we had, we we landed 830 or so, ran to the bathroom, put on our funeral attire, ran to get a rental car, jumped in the rental car and then drove, made it to the cemetery about 15 minutes before the ceremony started. So we, we were there. Oh, and there was full military honors. It was it was quite moving. They they shot guns into the air in his honor. Uh They folded a flag. There was a lot of pageantry. Uh huh. And then we went and hung out in a church all afternoon, and had a big service for him at the church. Lots of singing about Jesus. Okay, okay. I I'm so sorry. I hate to interrupt. Hmm. Was there banging in a bathroom stall in Uh, church? There was no banging in the bathroom stall at the oh, church. You're disappointed. I'm sorry. There was actually talk later on about banging in the bathroom at the airport because we both, Ew. for some reason, had that thought. <laughs> you said Ew. there was disgusted look on your face. It's so, it's so okay. Church bathroom, yes. Okay. Airport bathroom, gross. I don't think we were in the mood at the church to go bang in the bathroom at the church. But we both later on was like, hey, when we were changing in the bathroom at the airport, we totally could have had sex in the airport bathroom, but we didn't. I'm glad you didn't. Mm-hmm. Th- that is a, that you might as well be fucking on a Petri dish. Like that is, that is gross. You like my down boner paper is... towels. No. Oh <laughs> my dude. Like my boner has fallen off and died now at the idea that anyone was like, we should fuck in an airport bathroom. <laughs> As, uh, uh, you've killed my libido. Go on. Anyways, yeah. So uh, so we did that, hung out, met her family, which was awesome. Oh, that was the first time you were meeting them? Yeah, for most of them. Hey, he's dead. How's it going? Yeah. I'm totally having sex with a granddaughter. Uh, well, that, I didn't nice to say meet it you. so much. Well, <laughs> but I mean, that's the premise. I did meet her Mima, who approved of oh. me, gave me the big thumbs up. Oh, okay. That's nice. So yeah, I got, I got Mima's seal of approval, which is good. So then, that's why you're a little delirious today. Yeah, because yeah, then we went back to a hotel and I got a few hours of sleep. And then we woke up, had to go run, jump on another plane to fly back to Denver. And then I got back into San Francisco yesterday afternoon but then got called into work so i had to go into work that evening and then left work at around two in the morning so i had been up since like 5 a.m our time and then didn't get out of work until 2 a.m our time and then drove home and i got to sleep probably around like three or four 
And the listening ears on the other side of this podcast truly appreciate your dedication. Well, thank you. And determination to, to fill those ears, to pack it full of joyous knowledge mm-hmm. on very little sleep and a dead dude in Arkansas. Yeah, I'm here. And <laughs> if nothing, I have a work ethic. I pulled it together. I found some interesting things. We're going to talk about them. We're yes. going to fill your ears with facts and, yes. and fun, sexy stuff. Now that we've gotten the funeral out of the way, it's time for the sex and the fun. Rain? Yes. I'm tagging you in. What do you got? Forced urination involving hospitalization. Okay. You've piqued my interest. I'm curious. Okay. So this actually happened in 2019, but it's only coming out now. And what it was, was that there was a senior official with a water sports fetish. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a water sports fetish. I myself As long as have it's a consensual. As, oh, the C word is very important because this was a non-consensual water sports fetish. Hmm. What it was is that there was a senior official in the French government uh-huh. who really loved watching women pee in front of him. And it... The thing is, this would not be in the news and we wouldn't be discussing it on the podcast if he had been a reasonable human being and had said, hey, I will either get in a relationship with someone who will uh, indulge in my water sports fetish Mm -hmm. and or I will hire a pro and or I will pay for and watch water sports footage um, because the porns has all sorts of water sports. But no. This dude was into non-consensual water sports. Mm -hmm. And what he would do would be to take female applicants that were coming to look for a job in French government, and he would drug them. He'd pull a Bill Cosby, is what you're saying? Um, Yes, but they were very conscious. What he would do was he would put an incredibly powerful diuretic... uh, into these women's drinks that they would drink because they had no idea this dude they were coming to for a job was going to be drugging them. Uh And I don't, I've been researching this for the past week. I found numerous articles. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to report that they are not saying what is the drug that he used, but whatever the drug was that he used was powerful enough that one woman was hospitalized. Because she had to pee so much? Whatever drug it was that he was putting into these women's drinks uh, would cause them to uncontrollably urinate. And what his fetish was, was to get them to urinate in front of him. Mm -hmm. And this drug was so strong that one woman who was forced to pee under a bridge at his feet, basically, while he watched her. Pee under the uh, bridge. They were, his, his M.O., was that he would take job applicants, uh, have them consume a drink. Okay. Just like, hey, let's have it was I don't know, it's not clear if it was like a coffee or it's some sort of drink that wasn't water, but it wasn't alcohol. So it was job applicants that would drink this thing and then he'd be like, let's go for a walk and we'll discuss this potential job. And it was all part of his MO where he would wait for the drug to take effect. And they would be gripped with a powerful uncontrollable urge to urinate. They literally 
couldn't help themselves. And then he would be gallantly hold a coat and block the view and they would basically pee at his feet. And one of the women, whatever the drug was that was used, ended up in the hospital with a UTI. Mm-hmm. Now I've had UTIs. I've never had a UTI so severe I need to be hospitalized. Mm-hmm. So whatever this drug was, was incredibly potent. And the super jacked up thing is that he kept a dossier they found on his computer. He had all of these uh, files and charts of every woman he drugged, multiple women. It's really nice of him to keep accurate records. Uh, I don't think nice is the word no, we're I'm looking just saying, for. I, it's a joke. This because is his then they fetish. Charge him. It's like people oh. recording their crimes and posting them online. It's just so very, lo- very kind of them just to give us he all the not, evidence we need. He didn't post he didn't it online, post but it he online. kept detailed records. He kept detailed records that he no doubt faffed over. So one of my favorite YouTubers of all time is Simon Whistler. Mm-hmm. And Simon Whistler has like 20 different channels. He's got podcasts. He's got YouTube channels. Every week he creates a new channel. And he has one of his channels is The Casual Criminalist. And he has rule number one, don't write down your crimes. Yeah. And the merch he actually has is a notebook. And the front of the notebook says on the top of it, don't write down your crimes. Because almost every person he features in his podcast and YouTube about criminals, they've written down their crimes. Mm-hmm. Don't because do everybody, it. Everybody, if you break the law, you usually have the need to tell somebody about it. Somebody. He's like, hey, somebody needs to know I've got away with this thing. Even I drugged right her at 417. And at 535, she was helplessly urinating at my feet like a barnyard animal. Mm-hmm. Fap, fap, fap. Anyhow, he um, he got fired in 2019, but he was ordered to pay $12,800. For his transgressions? Yes. It's kind of it, which is like so, a small it's, amount. It's so nothing. And I, I want to, you know, we talk about the Me Too movement now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to make a small connection to like Prince Andrew. Okay. Because there's no other time, literally, there is no other time in human history where a prince of a country would get in trouble for fucking a 17-year-old sex slave. Oh, yeah. No other time in human history. And it's only that now. That standard for royalty. Standard. It's like he's a prince. He's oh, fucking whatever. a 17-year-old sex slave. Yeah. Of course he is. Bring me more virgins. I'm the king. Yes, we have covered on this podcast in the past the Chinese rape chair, mm-hmm. where it's like if if Prince Andrew had been born two hundred years ago, he would be fine. It's fine. Well, age of consent was like five. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's I'm true. Not, that's that's an exaggeration, but it's an exact it's an exaggeration. Something okay. like that. It, it's it was not far off from five. When I say true, I'm exaggerating also with your exaggeration. Mm-hmm. But we have never reached a point in human history. People talk to me all the time, and they're like, "Oh, it's so discouraging. Everything's so bad." I'm like, "Is it really?" Like we have antibiotics, we have the internet, we have electricity, Mm -hmm. we're warm. I've never really been hungry in my life. And Prince Andrew gets in trouble for fucking 17-year-old sex slaves. And this French official who is going by the initials of DB, this French official with a water sports fetish who drugged women to make them involuntarily urinate at his feet like a barnyard animal, 
he would have gotten away with it. Mm. Now, is it discouraging that he got fined less than $13,000 for putting a woman in the hospital? It is. But um, one of my favorite examples is an Irish saint who got sainted because he cured a woman's disease. Have you heard about this one, the disease of her hands? No. So there is this Irish saint, and he became a saint because he cured a woman of a crippling uh, affliction of her hand. Hand disease? Yes. So this is the honest-to-goodness true story of how this man became a saint. Don't you have to perform three miracles to become a saint? I, it so was like, only one. It was cure, one miracle. Curing one lady he of cured. her hand disorders. So it <laughs> was he, he was traveling. Canonize him. And an old crippled woman with a disease in her hands mm -hmm. that made her hands involuntarily claw up was sent into his tent to give him a back rub because he's a man with a mighty penis and he's been traveling all day. Uh -huh. And they told the old woman, go into his the tent. Send in the lady with the crippled hands to give him a massage. And, and, and she said, but my Lord, my hands are crippled. I'm trying to give you a, a massage and take the, the travel pain off of you, but I can't because of my crippled hands. And this man in disgust slapped her hands. Uh. And he slapped her hands so hard because she disappointed him that her muscles uncrinked and she was cured. Mm. And it turns out a cure from the disease is if your hands are being involuntarily brought forward by muscle contraction, uh -huh. you can actually hit them hard enough to undo the muscle contraction. So her hands were cured oh. and the guy then became an Irish saint. But did he get his massage? I suppose after he beat her silly, she was able to massage him properly. My point is it was much easier to be a saint back in the day. Mm -hmm. So basically like, what did this guy do? We want to make him a saint. <laughs> Slapped at old women. He, he beat an old crippled woman in his tent but he accidentally beat her hard enough that her hands uncrunched. Mm -hmm. So therefore he's a saint. Yeah. My point is there's no other time in human history where princes could get away with raping 17-year-old sex slaves or dudes with a pee fetish could be like, I'm going to drug you and make you pee in front of me while I furiously documented it. Yeah. I've, I've found somebody who hasn't been called out enough. Who would that be? Melville Dewey. Um, I've never heard of Melville Dewey. You, Explain have, you have heard of Melville Dewey. Oh, wait, is it the Dewey Decimal System? The guy that came up with the Dewey what Decimal he, System. What did that bastard do? He what was, did he do? He did was he a notorious beat an molester. old crippled woman in intent? No, no. So he, he formed the American Library Association, but over the course of his career, he made numerous inappropriate physical contact with lots of women, all his colleagues, of and his own daughter-in-law. Where he of would he would grope he them and try to kiss them. Anytime they were hiring on an assistant, he would insist on seeing their photo first before uh. he would decide to hire him on. He, he was a Weinstein before a Weinstein was a Weinstein. It was so bad that the American Library Association actually kicked him out, even though he founded the wow. American Library. And there was like, he was so notorious that they ostracized him 
from the librarian. <laughs> that like, was Isaac Asimov. Isaac Asimov is a legendary author, and mm-hmm. he was also a total groper. Oh, yeah. He got away with it in the 1970s. It was like, well, that's Isaac. You know, he's just going to, like, you know, manhandle your ass cheeks. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. <laughs> oh, what a character. What a character. Dewey was he's... also, like, a notorious racist against oh, Jews God. and African Americans. Uh, Wow. He, he uh, wouldn't let Booker T. Washington come and use the dining facilities at the club that he ran. <laughs> yeah, he what? was he was awful. So yeah, anytime you uh, go to the library, use the Dewey Decimal System. I want you to think I... of sexual assault and racism. <laughs> there, I've ruined it for you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's ruined. You're I welcome. had no idea. Why? 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 Oh my God. Do better. God damn it. I didn't know. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that You're with welcome. me. You're welcome. God. Penis havers just, y- y'all are out of control. Whoa, whoa, man. whoa. What's this y'all? I'm a notorious penis haver. You, you do have a penis. I keep my penis in check. Okay. Not, hashtag not all penis havers. Hashtag not just, all penis havers. Just Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby and the French Epstein. dude who kept drugging people so they would pee in front of them and put them in the hospital. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter because his fetish was women urinating. Like, I have had UTIs, but never one bad enough to put me in the hospital. That is some serious shit. I had one where I was peeing blood. My dad used to do that in the military. Pee blood? No, no, no. My father was a medic in the military. So my dad came of age during Vietnam. Uh And he realized, he's like, I either enlist or I get recruited. It is better off to enlist. So he enlisted so he wouldn't go to Vietnam. And because he enlisted, he ended up as a medic in the Air Force in Germany during the Vietnam era. And if you're a medic, every other dude in the in the base is like, hey, hey, you're the guy that has all the pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. Can you hook me up? And one of the medic's favorite things to do in the Air Force that my dad would do and other people would do is that they would offer a drug to the other servicemen that were hitting them up. Uh-huh. And they'd say, we have something. It'll eat it like most of the time, it'll get you really fucked up. Uh, but there's a small, tiny chance it might strip out your liver and your kidneys and you start peeing blood. So, do you want this drug? And if these like 19 year old servicemen are like, yeah, desperate. Of I'm in the fucking of war. I'm in Germany or whatever. I'm in Germany in the Black Forest. I'm bored to tears. You're saying there's a 99% chance this thing will get me fucked up and a 1% chance it'll fuck up my liver and I'll start peeing blood. I'll take the risk. And whatever this drug was, it was like basically a diuretic that would turn Uh your urine red. So then my father and the other medics would give this to the dude and they'd all sit around and start drinking and playing cards. And then the guy would have to pee. He'd be waiting to get fucked up. But he'd have to pee because everyone was drinking. And then mm. he would go into the bathroom and you'd come out just like pale. And you'd be like, I'm the one percent. I'm peeing blood. The side effect of this drug is that it would turn everyone's urine bright red. You didn't get fucked up. It was just a, whatever it was. My father wasn't clear on what the drug was. The side effect of this drug is that it gave the medics a big fucking laugh. 
And and well, also then it would teach the other people on the base not to hit them up for drugs. Yeah. Because you'd get in trouble if you were just handing out nefarious drugs willy nilly. Yeah, you just want to keep them for yourself too. Uh, probably, but yeah. my father didn't discuss that part with me. Oh, but knowing your dad, knowing what <laughs> I know of your dad. All I know I was no that doubts. during the Vietnam War, my father was in Germany in the Black Forest giving every person who hit his medic ass up for drugs some sort of weird diuretic that turned your urine bright red. Uh-huh. Well, but he did was not keeping the good high. stuff for himself. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to OnlyFans. Okay. Do you know that I have an OnlyFans account? And what? I post... Gasp. I do. You do. I... <laughs> really? And, and I post content Awesome, sexy content, seven days a week. Is this is this a commercial for your OnlyFans now? Is that what it is not? No, <laughs> this I have is a paid advertisement for Randy Green's I OnlyFans. I have a scientific study in the Sexuality and Cultural Journal of Springers, uh-huh. which just did a study. We here at the Dirty Talk podcast do love us some science. Yes, we got a fetish for science. I do. It makes my nipples hard. I have a scientific study which proves that people that subscribe to OnlyFans have a greater knowledge of sexual health and practices. Mm -hmm. Now, that sounds awesome and inspirational, but unfortunately, as an OnlyFans creator and as an educator, I have to report that what that really means is our sex education is seriously lacking. If you have to go and pay for it online. Yes. So that's the, that is the end result of the study, which has mm-hmm. shown that our, unfortunately in America, um, I hate to say it, but our sex ed is severely lacking mm-hmm. and it seems to get worse by the year. Yeah. So unfortunately, more and more people are turning to both porn and, according to this study, OnlyFans accounts as a way to get sex ed. And I am someone who has both dabbled a little bit in pornography really? and- Just stuck a toe in? Just a, just a, just a pinky toe. Uh-huh. Just yeah. A little, slightly, just get it slightly white, a little bit moist. I, oh, I do like it wet. I should not- as an educator, yes, come to me. Okay. But as a porn performer and as an OnlyFans creator, we shouldn't be where people are getting their education. No. But because America is founded on such a culture of sexual repression, it turns out that porn and OnlyFans is where people are going for sex ed. Should, should we plug Kink Academy? We should. I have you and I have both performed for Kink Academy. Did, I written, did some stuff. I think you stepped on my head. Well, you peed on me oh, yeah. because I love water sports. I there's footage of you peeing on me. <laughs> there is. There oh. is. I've I've seen it. I've forgotten about that. I haven't. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Mm. All right. Well, did I not open up this podcast with water sports? Yeah. I do actually have a thing for water sports. I've stepped on your head. So wait, wait, wait. You remember me stepping on your head, but you don't remember peeing on me? I don't remember. 
Princess Kali. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. Was that? Came to my house. Was that the same day? You, I, yes. Maybe you stepped stepped on on my head head too hard. (laughs) I stepped on your head after you peed on me. You did? Yes. (laughs) Is that the order of events? That is the order. You peed on me first, and then I stepped on your head. I don't Wow. (laughs) Wow. See? It's all a blur. I, uh, okay. Anyhow, uh, Kink Academy, great resource for education. Yes. Porn is not a great resource for education. And I think it's truly tragic that we have suppressed our sex ed to the point that people are turning to porn and OnlyFans for sex ed. But that's where we're at. So if you want some really good sex ed, uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans. This is just a plug for your OnlyFans. It's not. I have a scientific I'm sure it's very study. educational, your OnlyFans. Very educational. Okay. All right. So for people that don't want to subscribe to my awesome OnlyFans, there is a possibility that you might be suffering from genophobia. Okay. What is genophobia? I am so glad you asked. I understand that was low-hanging fruit. Yes. I just threw it out there. Of course, I got to respond. There. (laughs) Do tell. I'm sure myself and all our listeners are wondering, what is genophobia? Is it fear of genes? No, it is a fear of sex or sexual intimacy. Okay. It is not to be confused with asexuality, but, and some people are indeed asexual. I know people that are asexual, uh, but there's a difference between asexuality and a phobia of sex. Uh-huh. If you have genophobia, you will experience intense fear or panic when they are about to have sexual intimacy. Anxiety, uh, you can, it can also uh, tie into having an anxiety about being emotionally close to another person if the emotional closeness in any way um, ties into being physically intimate. Okay. And the symptoms will be nausea, dizziness, trouble breathing, Heart palpitations or sweating. Uh So, you know, you and me, we do not have genophobia. We are able to cheerfully bang. Sometimes I have a fear of being emotionally close to somebody, but I think that's different. A a little, yes. Slightly, it's like kissing cousins, but not quite. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've actually been in situations which i only realize in retrospect the person on the other side of the equation had genophobia where they are sweating they are experiencing pain they are dizzy do i Um, do i know who i think you're talking about no i think i do no no (laughs) is it a no meaning yes i do no I had one person who asked me to drive them to the hospital. I think I know who that is. Fuck you. <laughs> crippling, crippling pain. Okay. I'm not, naming, I'm not naming any names. No, you're Confidentiality. not. Confidentiality. This is a safe space. Fell off the bed, clutching themselves, and asked me to take them to the hospital. Okay. There was nothing wrong with them. Yeah. What they were experiencing was genophobia. So he didn't break his dick. No. Okay. It would, they were just scared to have sex with me. I see. 
I don't think I'm that scary, but I have to honestly report that multiple people have said to me that they think that I am scary or intimidating. Really? I've met me. I don't think I'm scary or intimidating, uh-huh. but I have to say that my um, intimate bits did cause someone to fall off a bed in agonizing pain while they asked me to take them to the hospital. Is that a badge of honor? Um, I think that's someone that needs to work on themselves a bit. Okay. I don't think that's a badge of honor, and I'm I'm saddened that my genitals had that effect on anyone. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to uh, hold space and be like, hey, the narrative is that sex is easy and effortless and awesome and dopamine-filled and sparkles everywhere, and if you don't hold up to that frankly unreasonable template, uh, there's something wrong with you. And there's not. It's it's Intimacy is much more complex and challenging than we give it credit for. Oh, yes, definitely. Things can get awkward and sloppy sometimes. Do you have a sloppy story for me? Uh, I actually do, I guess, have a sloppy story for you. Okay. Sloppy kisses. Um... Why, was that what you were looking for? What? Go on. <laughs> Were you looking for something else? I, I'll, I'll, I mean, elaborate. I guess before I can commit one way or the other. Okay. Uh, a new device has just come out in China. It's called Remote Kiss. I let me tell you. Okay, I am aware of this device. Okay. I did not make it a topic that's going to be used for blowjobs. Uh, I don't think the mouth is, I don't think it's got a real opening for the blood. It it doesn't. I've seen it. Someone's going to be shoving genitals towards those lips. (laughs) Possibly. Sure, sure. They're saying, this is for practicing kissing. And it's I for understand. long distance kissing. Long distance where you can't, There's a lot of yes. devices made now sure. for people. Long distance I, relationships sure. long are distance becoming more and more common. Have people you, are trying to keep it. Did spaced you buy up. one of these devices? Is I that do what not. I do not have yet. one of these devices yet. Yet. Not I, yet. I will tell you what I do have, if you were curious. Mm. Mm. I do have a vibrating dick sleeve. And I think, I think my girlfriend is okay with me bringing this up. <laughs> Go if on. If, if you're not no, no, no. and you're listening, let me know. I'm, listen- <laughs> no, I, you, I'm listening. If she's I'm listening. listening. Go, go on. So I do have a remote vibrating dick sleeve, which is app controlled. So uh-huh. it vibrates in a numerous different ways. So she could control it remotely uh-huh. with her phone. And then there's also another part of it where it's like a remote controlled vibrating dildo. You know, that she has that I could control. I haven't used that one yet, but oh. she has used the the dick sleeve on me remotely. Sure, 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 sure. I love that. That is delightful. My small, tiny little point is I have seen this device, not the vibrating dick sleeve. That's new to me, but I'm not surprised. I've seen the lips, and you are a sweet summer child if you think that people are not mashing their genitals against those lips i'm practicing kissing shove 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 practice kissing shove 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 i'm just saying that device even if the mouth hole does not open Mm -hmm. is going to be used for more than just smooching there i've said it okay well i'm gonna counter with mm-hmm. that, almost every single inanimate object you can think of has been used for sex in some way. 
Oh, sure. That's not a counter. I'm fully aware of it. I've run into people that have penises and mm. they oh, yeah. just penis shove havers, those us things. penis havers just those, wanted those to put penis our penises wherever we could put our penises. Their dicks willy nilly. Mm. I'll fuck a watermelon. I'm gonna I'll fuck, fuck a tailpipe on a car. A can of spam. Uh -huh. I I this watched table leg. The tailpipe of a car. Okay, small side tangent. <laughs> I did watch a documentary show about men who have a fetish for fucking their cars. Mm -hmm. And the documentary tracked two different dudes who had a fetish for fucking their cars. And they took the both the dudes to a motel and they were filming them. And the big scandal that happened is that in the middle of the night, one of the dudes snuck out and fucked the other dude's car. What? They and they did it in like, <laughs> and like, here's the most jacked car thing. car on me. Is that the, no, no, no. The dude basically non-consensually banged the other it's dude's like, car. like, you're fucking my girlfriend. You fucked my girlfriend, but Yes, man. exactly. But the most jacked up thing is the film crew suspected something of this would happen and they stayed up. Much like you stayed up for 24 hours to take a plane flight all the way to Arkansas to attend a funeral mm -hmm. and consider banging in an airport bathroom. I'm very glad you didn't. But I watched this episode and it's like they knew something was going to happen. So it's like you set this up. You set up two car fuckers in a hotel. <laughs> and they That's both what I was thinking. The whole thing is they probably goaded the guy into it. He's like, come on, go on. They're like, doesn't fuck that car? other car look really look hot? hot. She's she wants it, and just one been of the detailed dudes, in case you didn't yeah, know. Yeah, he snuck Fresh out of the hotel job. at like two in the morning and banged the other dude's car, aka girlfriend. And I guess he left like semen stains, <laughs> and the guy had to like come the next morning and see like his freshly fucked girlfriend. And the film crew had documented all of it and didn't stop him. Very rude. Where's that not going to stop? This is, this is gold. <laughs> We've struck gold I mean, with this. We got the guy I, fucking I, the other guy's car in the middle of the night. Awesome. I, I, I was entertained. So should we go back to uh, the silicone lips that you I'm swear sorry, people I got, are going to mash like, against their genitals? I got sidetracked with the car fucking. Let's go back to the silicone okay, lips. Okay, so, so possibly somebody could use this. Uh, what it looks like is it's a, it looks like a phone dock with a pair of silicone lips on it which I've, I've seen the lips yeah they have pressure sensors and actuators and so they move and they they can respond to the pressure that you're putting on uh some reports say that they can actually match the temperature of the person's lips so you can feel the body temperature of the lips the cool thing about it is you can you can use it simultaneously with somebody else at a distance but the app also allows you to record your kiss so you could kiss the the little robot mouth thing and it'll record how you kiss and just the you know the, the movement the pressure the tempo of your kiss you can record it and then you can share it with other people that have the device and the same app that you're not necessarily in a relationship with but you could save it so maybe your partner can get the kiss later when they're not you don't have to find the time when you both have the availability to go and kiss your little robot lips at the same time and exchange a kiss, but I, you can record a kiss. Your partner can have it later, or you can share this kiss with strangers. So other people, what? other people could see what it's like to kiss you because you've recorded your kiss on the app. Are you going to do this while you're also wearing your long distance cock sleeve? 
no, I'm not buying. I'm not buying one of these little. I'm just. I'm just saying. Devices. I mean, you might. We are living in our 2023 cyberpunk future, and you're wired for sound. You are surfing that cyberpunk highway, and you're like, I've got my dick in the sleeve, and I'm kissing prosthetic lips. Yeah. <laughs> just what is time might or as well distance? Just start Fuck fucking it. a robot at that point, right? <laughs> I mean, people will. Uh, people will. currently are already fucking robots. Yeah. No pregnancy, no STI. She doesn't ever nag you, and she doesn't say take out the trash. Well, I do that without saying. having to be told to take I take it out on a weekly basis. It's my you, job. You take out the trash so well. I do. But uh, do you but, wear your your dick sleeve while you're doing? I don't it? wear the dick sleeve while I'm doing. I'm not I'm wearing the dick sleeve all the time. Take it out I the just trash. Have just wear my dick. What do you? What questions? Okay, ask these questions if you have questions. Like, how often am I, I wearing this dick sleeve? Yeah, yeah, like, I'm like, I'm not wearing it right now. Does it jazz up taking out the trash? I'm, Is she ticking the little buttons? And you're like, yeah, that's right. I'm taking out the recycling. Yeah, it's the reward. Oh. No, it doesn't work. I mean, that would make taking out the trash more exciting. Uh, maybe we could try that sometime. Take the trash out now. I mean, I, I think that that's a really nice dopamine reward for doing shit that needs to be done. Oh, I'm just I, would, saying. I would rather just be on a Zoom call with her and be talking while do, do both have the dick sleeve on take out the trash and also be on a zoom call yeah, i don't know on if your my phone. neighbors I... would appreciate me wandering around pantsless taking out the trash i'm not saying take off your pants you fucking pervert well, oh my god the, but the Are you dick sleeve is gonna on? be on let's move on okay never mind <laughs> what's your next topic let's move on from the dick sleeve so I think we're just gonna we're gonna call it with that, um, <laughs> with picture of me taking out the trash, fun. pantsless, I wearing had... my dick sleeve. As no, 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 no. Hey, to be clear, is in a different state, controlling it with her phone. My mental picture: you had your pants on. Okay, because just a large not... bulge in the pants, yes, large vibrating that... bulge in the pants. Yes, <laughs> as I'm taking Correct. out the trash. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, because I'm not saying get arrested for your sexual proclivities. No. I'm just saying, jazz it up a bit. You're the one that made it pantsless. That's on you, not me. Fine. All right. I'll keep my pants on. Thank you. If we ever wind up doing that, I will report back. Let you know. <laughs> now that now that that is out in the world. Please do. I hope she listens to this episode because I had fun. Well, it's all about you. Since no, you no, had I, fun, it was worthwhile. I would also <laughs> hope our listeners had fun as well. I I would too. I had fun. They learned so much about us today. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so much about us. Well, I've done a lot of research, and the thing is that people have parasocial relationships with podcasters. So we confess our our intimate details to our listener base who wants to learn about us because you're interesting and engaging. And you have vibrating remote controlled shit down the front of your pants and that's what our listeners I don't are currently have vibrating remote not shit at this exact but you i haven't have. worn it in weeks <laughs> well after this podcast i believe you're gonna take out the trash and you should probably strap up your dick too. i already took out the trash today disappointing and also okay. also she's asleep she should okay. well, at least she should be asleep because it's late and she should be going to bed Okay. Well, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for joining us for another rollicking and informative episode of the Dirty Talk podcast. I certainly had fun. 
I hope you had as much fun as I did. And if you are a Patreon supporter, we will catch you next week. If you're not, you're going to have to wait a whole nother week. Mm. But either way, we will be coming at your ear holes sooner or later. So jaunty salute. What kind of jaunty salute you got for these fine folks this week? It doesn't have a vibrating dick sleeve on it. Okay. But it is full of knowledge you and joy. You get a lot of mileage out of this vibrating dick sleeve. I'm having fun. Our listeners, I hope, are also having fun. <laughs> I have a, a lot of vibrating dick sleeves in my brain at the moment. I'm going to not slide it onto my erect and engorged jaunty salute. And I will catch you all either next week or the week after that. Rain to Gray, over and out. Thank you for joining us. And this is T.C. Rollins, over and out. Talk at you next time. We appreciate you. Thank you.